Hannah Staver, and this is Ohio Politics Explained, a podcast where you give us 15 minutes and we give you all the news you need to sound smart and impress your friends when you go out this weekend. Welcome back to another episode of Ohio Politics Explained. This is the Joe Biden cancels a bunch of student debt loan edition. This week, we're talking about Biden's announcement Wednesday that he's going to cancel student loan debt for millions of borrowers. Ohio Senate candidate J.D. Vance saying people should be having more babies. The effort to protect the thin blue line flag. Ohio's liquor lottery. The USA Today Network launching a massive voting rights project. And the latest on the scandal involving the Bucyrus Bratwurst Festival Queen. I'm Anthony Shoemaker, the Ohio Bureau Chief for the USA Today Network, filling in for the wonderful Anna Staver. Joining me this week is reporter Laura Bischoff. Welcome back to the show, Laura. Hey, Anthony. Our first topic, which is uh, big news nationally, is President Joe Biden's long-awaited announcement to cancel some student loan debt. Uh, this is a huge deal, Laura, impacting up to 45 million borrowers. Roughly 20 million will have their balances canceled completely. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I graduated college so long ago that my debt has long been retired. But uh, <laughs> you know, for those who are who have this crushing debt, it's it's really big news for them. You know, the average um, undergrad who who borrows in Ohio graduates with about twenty six or twenty seven thousand dollars in in debt. So this is big. Looking at the plan details, you know, you can get up to twenty thousand dollars in debt relief uh, for if you also are on Pell grants. Pell grants are for low income students. Um, other borrowers would be eligible to get $100,000 uh, forgiven if they make up to $125,000 a year or $250,000 for a household. Some of the criticism of that, though, is that th- th- those are pretty high income thresholds and that this is unfairly helping out wealthy college grads. I think that number is 10000 10000 off, correct. But you can have incomes of up to 125000 for single and up to 250000 for households. While Democrats, for the most part, have praised Biden for this move, some uh, one Ohio prominent Ohio Democrat uh, didn't, U.S. Uh, Senate candidate Tim Ryan. What did uh, he have to say about this? Well, again, Congressman um, Ryan was saying that this is something that's going to help wealthy folks by forgiving their debt and that it was it'd be better to focus the aid in a more targeted fashion, maybe give debt relief to people in, you know, key, hard-to-fill jobs, nurses, healthcare workers, stuff like that. And uh, some of his criticism is is echoed by uh, by Republicans, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, which, is, you know, it's feeding into kind of what we've been seeing with his campaign, where he's been kind of running more of a, of a moderate, uh, in a moderate lane in his uh, race against uh, J.D. Vance. Speaking about uh, J.D. Vance, uh, our second topic is about some of his recent comments that have been making news focused on kind of the nuclear family and family values. Uh, Vance said recently that Americans need to be having more babies because that's a sign a nation is doing well. In recent weeks, he has also come out very strongly against divorce, saying couples uh, don't work out their differences and change partners like they change underwear or some comment like that that he made. And he also was criticized for some comments recently saying that women should sometimes stay in relationships that are violent to help preserve the institution of marriage. Uh, Vance's campaign says his comments were taken out of context, but that's been getting a lot of uh, national attention and shown up in some advertising uh, in that race. Vance also opposes abortion, except when it's necessary to save the pregnant uh, person's life. And he told a Catholic magazine he wants to ban pornography. He's also against same-sex marriage. And our colleague Haley uh, Bemiller had a story uh, that posted Thursday morning reporting that this strategy is kind of a focus of his to focus on family values and kind of play in that lane. 
What are your thoughts on that? You know, this race between Vance and, and Ryan is really shaping up to be pretty interesting. Usually in a general election, you know, candidates kind of move to the center and, and increase their broad appeal to, to the electorate. And Ryan seems to be moving to the center right. And Vance is moving, you know, making kind of these overt efforts to court social conservatives with this, you know, focus on traditional family. And I got to say, traditional family hasn't really been the mainstream norm for, for decades. I mean... Right. You know, single single parent families, same sex couples, parentless couples. You know, all of all of these different uh, models can you know they can and do form loving functional families. Um, but it's not the traditional social you know mom dad two kids dog cat. Kind of, don't forget the cat. Yeah, don't forget the cat. Maybe a bowl of fish. <laughs> so it's it's just sort of interesting that it seems like a throwback. The third topic I wanted to talk about this week uh, with you, Laura, this was on a story that you wrote, was about a bill introduced to prohibit uh, landlords and homeowners associations from banning the thin blue line flag that many people fly to show support for law enforcement. So what's going on with that? Well, first off, I didn't write it. Uh, I read it, though, Why and it was, wrote it was written by Anna Staver. Okay. So five years ago in Kirkersville, which is um, just uh, east of Columbus, there was this terrible shooting at a nursing home, and the, the, the local police chief, Eric Desario, and some other people were killed. And uh, more recently, Desario's father, Tom, uh, was displaying this thin blue line flag at his condo to honor his son. And, um, you know, homeowners associations have lots and lots of rules. And a popular one is to limit what kinds of stuff you can fly on the outside of your, outside of your house. And, you know, mostly the, the they do limits on anything but old glory. So it seems to raise a question about political free speech. But, you know, HOAs are private entities. They're, it's not the government limiting your speech in this case. And it raises another question, which is if you allow the thin blue line flag, which some people view as overt support for cops and possibly police brutality. It raises the question about like, well, what about if you want to fly a Black Lives Matter flag or a pride flag or a Second Amendment, Second Amendment rights flag? So yeah, very, very few flags are actually protected. Like the American flag, the Ohio flag is protected for all the people flying that. It's not, it, flag. it's not actually a flag. It's a burgi <laughs> because it's like a pendant with a little triangle at the end. It's a protected fun, burgi. Fun facts that you learn as a longtime Ohio reporter. Another thing I wanted to talk about uh, was to make people aware of our voting rights guide that was is part of the USA Today network. So on all of our newspaper websites, including the 21 we have here in Ohio, the guide has been published to show uh, help people find out all the information they need about voting this year. So you can go on there and check your um, voter registration. You can register to vote if you haven't, uh, update your address. It also has information on early voting, and it also talks about some of the proposed changes to voting laws in Ohio. Uh, right now, the legislature is looking to make some changes about ID laws, maybe cutting out Monday, uh, voting the Monday before Election Day and some of that sort of thing. And you can compare all 50 states and see how voting rights are different and how they're changing. And it was fascinating to me to see how different every state is when it comes to uh, voting rights across America. You know, depending on your point of view, Ohio either provides plenty of access to the ballot or has unduly restricted access. Ohio has had absentee voting where you can vote you can vote absentee without having to give a, a reason. They've had that for quite a while, like I want to say more than a decade. And it's and right now it's for 30 days before the election, including some weekends. But also the Republicans in the um, General Assembly are considering putting further restrictions on like 
now you have to have voter ID and there's an effort to make it so that you have to have photo voter uh, voter ID. And um, they may also be looking to limit drop boxes so that it's, you know, you'd only be able to drop off your ballot, your absentee ballot at your county board of elections. And so those, that pending legislation is um, somewhat controversial. And again, Anna Staver wrote about this and it, she does a nice dig into kind of um, the details. Yeah, right now, like in Ohio, you can vote with like a utility bill or take something that doesn't have a photo on it to vote. Yeah, I think a bank, like away. a bank, you know, your bank statement, your utility bill, things like that. I think the bill does talk also about making a free um, photo ID available for people over 17 in the state, too, as part of that. You know, one of the problems with that, though, is it's, you know, sometimes the barrier to getting that ID is not just the fee that the BMB charges you. It's the logistics of tracking down your birth certificate, tracking down um, your documentation, getting a ride to the BMV, you know, carving out the time to do that. So although it would be free, there's, um, you know, there's still logistics that people have to work out. One thing that's not free that I want to talk about is uh, the Ohio Liquor Lottery, which you wrote about. So the deadline for that is winding down. How, how does that program work, Laura? So Ohio Liquor holds what they call bottle lotteries every so often, and it gives you a chance to purchase one of those in-demand special bottles. And, you know, these are brands that are typically they draw big lines of people, fans who are, you know, waiting in the parking lot for the delivery truck to pull up. And um, so there's, I think there's five or six different bottles that are in this lottery. Blanton's straight from the barrel, Weller 12, Weller single barrel. These are all bourbons. So there's no cost to sign up for this lottery. Uh, You just got to sign up by 11.59 p.m. on August 29th. So like your plastic bottle Kamchatka vodka is not going to be on this list. (laughs) No, you could probably (laughs) pick that up on your way home. One more thing uh, before we go. Uh, All politics is local, and it doesn't get more local than the scandal involving the removal of the Busiris Bratwurst Festival Queen. Our partners at the Busiris Telegraph Forum reported this week that Bratwurst Queen Abigail Brockwell was stripped of her crown just days before the festival started because she, quote, did not properly represent the festival. She had to turn over her crown and was told she could not attend any lunches reserved for royalty. The case has grabbed a a lot of attention. So check out our um, partners at the Busiris Telegraph Forum for the latest on Bratwurst Gate coverage. It is just the worst. It really is. Thanks, Laura. Ohio Politics Explained is brought to you by the USA Today Network Ohio Bureau. You can find us on Twitter at Ohio Explained. And if you want to learn more about any of the topics we covered, check us out online at any of the newspapers in our network, like MarianStar.com. 